before their eyes, and they fell down and adored him. Name the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Christ is ascended. My dear brothers in Christ, today we celebrate the Ascension, and in our meditation on the Ascension, we have to remember what it means to us. Who ascended? Jesus Christ, glorified, body, soul, and divinity, with a real somatic body. When you were baptized and chrismated, you were united to that body that has ascended. And so now, our elder brother is in heaven, our Lord and God, and he has taken our nature with him. And he does not leave us as orphans on the earth, but because of his divine touch in the sacraments, he makes us part of that mystical body that is his. So you are to be venerated and congratulated that one like us is enthroned at the right hand of the Father in glory, not just representing us, but being us. And when he ascends, what does the gospel tell us today? It's necessary he go that he might send upon us the Holy Spirit, the paraclete, and he will teach us all things. So being enthroned, imagine this, he has the power to say to the Holy Spirit, go down, inspire my people who are part of my body, part of my kingship, my kingdom. Make them holy as I am holy. And make sure that you prepare them for their ascension. As it says on the, in the creed, on the last day we will rise again. Where will we go? We will ascend to the glory of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Where Christ has gone before us, we shall be. We who live in this hallowed place, in this monastery, that in our literature claims that we are already in heaven and that we live the angelic life. In his ascension, angels accompanied the Lord, the gospel tells us. We live that angelic life of praise. Where do we get the power to live that angelic life of praise? When the gifts are given to us in baptism, chrismation, and the gift of the Holy Spirit, which we will celebrate in about ten days. There is a life that is hidden in us that is not our own by nature of birth, but by rebirth to the Holy Sacraments of baptism, chrismation, and nourished by the Holy Eucharist. I've been reading lately about uh, hermits and monks explaining people the, what their life is about. And of course, people look upon us as oddities to separate ourselves from the world. But actually, the world comes with us to the monastery. 
And if you live here, even in very simple ways this morning, least calls for prayer, for confidence in the prayer of the monastic community, for her troubles and her children, and is very interested in the holy fire, which was brought to us from Jerusalem. Wonderful gift. A gift from the Trinity, which actually affirms the reality of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. In this hidden life on this mountain, it's pretty pedestrian in many ways, as we have to work and eat and clean, and there's few enough of us to do that. But our main job is to join the angels and the saints in the praise of the Holy Trinity. We are not the only ones who inherit this gift. But all our brothers and sisters who are in the mystical body of Christ also inherit this gift. So in the Pentecatechism, which we used to use long ago, he used to say, why did God make me? God made me to love him, serve him, and be with him, happy in this world and the next. Our joy is our risen Lord. Our joy is our Lord ascended. Our joy is we adjoin him in this resurrection ascension. Our joy is the gift of the Holy Spirit that gives peace to our lives and makes our souls, our heart, a temple of prayer. God's presence is manifest to us in the holy fire, but that same fire is manifest to us in our inmost being, in our hearts. And that's because we are a part of the heart of Jesus Christ in the heavenly kingdom. We're part of what he is. He made himself in our image and likeness so that we could be a part, deifying that and giving us our participation through the holy sacramental gifts and the liturgy. This hidden life is not different than the life of our brothers. We are privileged to live close to the heart of Christ and pray, to be contemplatives to think about our spiritual reading, to ponder as we work, to keep Hesekiah's silence as best we can, and to remember that we are not special for ourselves. We are special for the body of Christ. Years ago, when I was in the parish, it's not that I didn't pray, I prayed a lot. You got to pray a lot tonight made little thoughts about prayer in the parish. I thought that, you know, when you stand at somebody's bedside and you're praying, you're praying. It may not be exactly contemplative prayer, but it's the prayer of Christ who's going to heal this person of their sins and even heal their body. When you're in your car going someplace to do mission work, you can't say the Jesus prayer, you may be in an accident, so you can't do that. But you can know God is with you, that you are his feet and his hands. I think of our people who populate the pews, above all, to live a worthwhile life for their hearts, they should be contemplatives. 
May she experience in the house of God relaxation, prayer, and the beauty of liturgy in the presence of the Holy Spirit. Not on just one occasion we have had liturgies at St. John's, especially noticed at ordinations, when the whole congregation was in tears. Did they know that? I doubt it. But there were tears running down their face, down my face. And we were rejoicing that the Holy Spirit was upon us and a man was going to be raised up to serve in the divine liturgy, to stand at the holy table, especially in the priest, another Christ. Somebody has to remind us of who we are as monks, as religious, as deacons, as priests, as parishioners, that we are the body of Christ. Now that body has ascended. He's waiting for you. Do not fear. Live a devout life. Keep the will of God. Jesus says, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. Some people say, I want to feel his love. I guarantee, in your prayerful disposition and contemplation, you will feel his love. But it's not exactly always pleasant. There's a sweet sadness in the love of Christ as he died on the cross. There's a sweet sadness in our hearts, as sometimes we see our brothers and sisters suffering. There's a sweet sadness when our children are ill. There's a sweet sadness in the heart of a monk when he takes his vows. But despite everything, we commit ourselves to Christ because we are the extension of the glorified body of Christ. His heart, his lips of prayer before the Father, we join that prayer and we become the sweet odor of prayer before the throne of the Holy Trinity. We have ascended. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.